Ew. <laughs> You're so gross. We just lost one star off of our ratings. We're gonna get another review. This podcast is great, but could you guys stop being such pigs and fucking eating in everyone's ears? Well, I was only doing that to test our new mic system. Yeah, we, we're professionals now. We bought a mic. I feel like I can hear you more. Because you're hearing, it was also, it was like that for me too when I was using the headphones. I couldn't hear myself in the headphones because you hear yourself talking. But like, you, I heard oh, you better. It was the same thing for me also. Just so the listeners know. I just want to be really, able to hear myself more because you I'm a narcissist. If you're wearing, oh my god. Oh, because they're not sound canceling headphones. Wow. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Guys, welcome back to Persian Girl Podcast. You know what this is. We don't need it. We don't need no introductions. Let's drop the fake Persianness. Millie's in a mood. She's she's feeling uh, feeling herself. I'm not feeling myself. I'm not. If you guys notice, I just sound like really blah today. Don't mind me. Um, Do you want to talk? About I'm going that? through it. Um, I guess, yeah, I guess our listeners can, like, relate. I'm in the process of trying to end a situationship many years. I think every girl in this generation knows what a situationship feels like. It's worse than ending a relationship because, like, you guys never even got to be anything. Um, but this person has been dodging me, basically, so I haven't been able to end it. Um, but hopefully after this episode, I'm going to have a phone call and end it for real. So wish me luck, guys. I'm going through it right now. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, situationships are very strange and sometimes more difficult because, like, it's just, like, the loss also of, like, something that never was. Like, it's, like, a loss of opportunity. Like, you're... You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like a miscarriage. That's horrible. That's really That's dark. dark. Sorry. Sorry to be so dark, guys. But it's just the loss of something that, that never got to be, you know? Yeah. Um, so I was in the bathroom what? the other week. I'm going to tell them about, <laughs> about this week's episode, like where the idea came from. I was in the bathroom the other week. And I was just thinking about the fact that I I personally, I don't know about other people, but I personally know more people who ended engagements than I, like around our age, than people who actually made it to the wedding. And then I started thinking to myself, why is that? And I was like, there's kind of two sides to it that I think I thought would be interesting for me and Millie to debate, even though neither of us necessarily agree that one side is the truth and one isn't we agree that both are kind of true and both exist um but basically the whole idea was either our generation really knows we know what's good for us and we choose not to enter marriages that just don't seem right or we don't we still let our parents get too involved and parents tend to break up these engagements because they can't agree on who should pay for what or they can't agree on where um, like the newlywed couple should live or how they should live their life and whatnot. Um, so it's kind of like debating 
why relationships don't end like relationships can go on for years until it gets really serious during engagement time and you have to make all these big decisions and why things are ending at the engagement period and is it the fact that we're actually really strong generation and we know what's good for us and we just choose not to enter something that isn't that that, that doesn't feel right or is it the fact that we're pussies and we still let our parents control everything in our lives um Because, like, I give a lot of, I personally give a lot of props to a lot of people who end engagements because it's really hard. It's it's not just ending a private relationship. An engagement is so public. So once it gets to that public point, it's really hard to end because you're ending something that people know about, that people have seen, that something that you've publicized. It's not something that gets to be private anymore. Like, ending a relationship can be more just between you and the person and your close friends. But ending an engagement is... Something that, like, his whole family knows about, your whole family knows about, everyone on social media that follows you knows about. It's just so much harder and a lot of pressure, yeah. Um, So we're going to debate those two sides today. Um, So, yeah, I think that's, like, one of the hardest things when you end an engagement or, I mean, like, of course, even a marriage. It's, like, it's no longer just, like, mourning what's between you two and that ending but it's like now you have to you're having to consider just like because you it was such a public thing um so it's just like and now the the issues have like transcended just between the two people in the relationship like it's so much like there's you have to factor in like and like finances and like I don't know. I f- I'm sure that so many Persian girls who have had like broken engagements, they fear like, oh my god, like that. How who's gonna date me now? They're gonna think I'm so tainted. Because you're one step below divorcee. Yeah. And then like, people also whoever knows the guy is gonna be like, oh, she was crazy, and then now you have this reputation for being crazy. Mm-hmm. And whoever knows the girl is like, oh, he was a mama's boy and then other girls will be afraid to date you because you're a mama's boy and they're afraid of having your mom as a mother-in-law you know like there's going to be all types of rumors and all types of things that you have to deal with after a broken engagement yeah but I don't know I'm not trying to sound like biased but I do think that girls don't say as much about the men they dated like publicly as much as like I know so many Persian men who just like after it doesn't work out with a girl, he'll they'll really spread the word, and so will his mother. So like they'll just really try to ruin that girl's reputation. I definitely agree. I think I think girls tend to want to keep things more private because it's a way of like mourning and it's a way of getting over it. Like if they're not talking just that, about it but it's time. also because like they don't want to publicize it because they feel like again like that root that discredits them or like ruins their reputation. Whereas the guy like doesn't care as much and he's just more concerned about like like for his ego to like put down this woman that it didn't work out with also a lot of the time i feel like for the guy it's like oh he's back on the market like who's gonna snatch him up yeah now? but for a girl it's like oh, she's oh broken. she got returned yeah she's broken <laughs> she got returned yeah. like like she's like a second hand she's like one of those items in the store that got returned so they're put on the sale rack yeah i mean and like only like people who can't afford the regular price go by from the sale rack yeah and the guy is like a painting that's being like auctioned at Sotheby's now yeah from like I don't know it all it all goes back to expiration date as well you know like 
for a girl, it's also sometimes it's hard to end things because it's like I spent so much time on this person that like I'm starting all over again, but at an older age, and now I have less time. So a lot of girls stay in relationships just because of how much time they've spent, which is also it's such a hard thing to debate. It's like it's like that's not a good reason to stay in a relationship, but I understand. I understand those girls are it, but from. if anyone is listening to it who's in that. Trust me, like that's not the good, like right mentality to go about it. You just need to drop that. Like yeah. you cannot think that way. It's quality over quantity. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, like if you think that way about your age and about like then then it's just gonna manifest. Like you, what are what you put out into the world is really what's gonna come back yeah. to you. I really believe in that. But it's like. You shouldn't just stay with someone because you're like, oh my god, I, well, I already like have been with him for so long, and it's like that's that's not the point. Yeah, you know, long longevity of a relationship does not equal quality of a relationship. It doesn't mean that you guys are right for each other just because you've been able to stick together for so long. Yeah, like shit happens. Um, but also, speaking of like longevity, why can't we say that right now? Is is it longevity? It's long longevity or <laughs> long, longevity. or longevity or longevity. I don't know. This Longe- is like the Mari situation. Ma- Mari. Oh my Mari. god, that was such Mari. a long and <laughs> such a long time ago. <laughs> what episode was that? That was first season, no? Yeah, Mari. 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 <laughs> Me and Natalie still don't know how to say Mari. 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 But um, longevity. Natalie likes to think that she's only she's only going to meet one person in her life that's meant for her and okay i'm not done oh my, don't yell in their ears oh you I'm have this sorry. thing I'm sorry. like you really raise your voice i'm sorry <laughs> coming from me i'm like <laughs> yeah i know ever. seriously i always yell without realizing that people in the middle of a conversation would be like why are you yelling and i'm like what i'm just really <laughs> excited I? I think i'm just hard of hearing so i don't realize when i'm yelling yeah because of caddy. Um, it's interesting how, like, caddy sounds like caddy. Um, but so Natalie thinks, yeah, she's only going to meet one person in her life who's that person. No, but you say, her. like, I'm a romantic. It's not because I'm a romantic. It's just the fact that I don't believe um, that I'm capable of having feelings for most people because I don't generally have I don't fall for people easily. That's my problem. It, you say this on every episode. Okay. Yes, but I, I just want I want the audience to know that I'm not a romantic. I don't believe in the one. And I don't believe... Like, it's not because of all that bullshit. It's not because I'm a romantic. It's, it's just because bullshit. I'm an... Sorry, I'm a romantic. But that's not the point. The point is that you... She was saying about someone else, like, oh, well, she also never met someone. She was with that person for seven years. And it's like... Well, maybe if she wasn't in that relationship for seven years, she would have had time to meet that right person. Maybe. And you're doing the same thing. That's not true because I'm not in a relationship. No, I know, but now you're... I know, but if you're... Even if everyone hear me out, we're going to do a poll on this. It, it sounded like you said everyone hear me out. <laughs> everyone everyone <laughs> hear, hear me out. <laughs> everyone hear me out. <laughs> and we're going to... I want to do a poll on our Instagram about this. Also... But don't you think that being in a situationship restricts your opportunities of meeting someone new as much as it would in a relationship? I I really, as someone who's been in a situationship, that's literally true. You need to, I don't know. Obviously, there are the situations where you meet someone even while you're in a relationship. But like, 
for this particular instance, those kinds of people, they're only meeting someone when they're already like, they're in the relationship, but it's kind of dead to begin with. It's not dead with you. You need to kill it. I'm trying to. <laughs> but I'm being ignored at the moment. It's really hard to kill something when the other person won't let you talk. <laughs> um, but I understand where you're coming from. But even before I met this person, I I was... 22 and had never caught feelings for anyone which I thought was very odd and I really thought there was something wrong with me and I really thought that maybe I need to go to therapy which maybe I still do need to go to therapy I just can't afford it right now um but even before I met this person I had a very hard time falling for people it's just I didn't like I just didn't feel that spark I didn't click and then I have some friends that like they fall for someone almost every other month and I really envy them because I just think they have so much more opportunity for happiness. And I think that's so... Like, yeah, they get heartbroken more than I do. But they move on more easily because then they meet someone new. You know what they say? The best way to get over someone is to get under someone. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, my problem is... I don't, I don't know. I'm just not that type of person. It's also kind of a blessing in disguise because... I don't get my heart broken often because I don't fall for people. Uh, no, but it's it also, like, I think falling for people gives life color. Even when they hurt you, it still, like, adds something to your life. Yeah, I mean, you still have someone to... You still have that color because there is someone that you are infatuated with. Yeah. Yeah, but I would really like to be infatuated with someone normal <laughs> for once. Um, but yeah, back to the subject, the debate we were going to have. Enough about me. <laughs> um, this episode is not about me. Well, in terms of whether people in our generation are more influenced by their parents... Um, or if they are brave and are independent-minded. I, I think there's both. I think it's a combination sometimes. I think, I think sometimes you realize that that person's family isn't for you. And because you are more independent and because you are more strong about what's good for you and, not, and what's not good for you, you choose not to enter that family. Hmm. You know, I, I think... I think but like way back when a lot of people would get intimidated by someone else's family and see that this family is going to cause issues in their future but not break it off because they're like oh my god I'm already in this and they weren't strong enough to be like this is not for me so I think it's almost a combination of the two things I thought of that maybe I, we're a little bit pussies because we let our families get too involved but then we're also strong because we don't let somebody else's family push us around and we choose to let go what do you think? Yeah, so that's kind of like a perfect combination, like perfect recipe for what happens is like you are obedient or like not ob like yeah, basically obedient to your parents, yet the reason like things are failing in your partners like with the with your partner because they're also obedient to their parents and that equals their parents like your 
mother, father, father, mother and father-in-law, future pushing, mother yeah, future mother-in-law is like pushing you around. Like that's what it is because your partner is also obedient to your parents, and that's what it results in to their parents. I mean, yeah. So I think yeah, usually like when there are kind of like these toxic families involved. From what I've seen, usually one of the partners kind of breaks away a bit from their own family. Yeah, because one family has to win. They can't. Well, they can't be controlled by both sides. Exactly. One person has to give in, or they break up. Yeah. Um, you also you can't have two strong-headed families. I like personally, I've never been in a relationship, but knowing my parents, they would never be that type like they would never be like oh you have to live here when you first get married or oh you have to i don't know um just like certain things like they wouldn't they wouldn't do that they wouldn't get very involved um also when it comes to paying for the wedding i personally think that like i'm not gonna get married until i feel i'm financially stable because i'm gonna pay for most of everything but that's just because of who my parents are my when my parents got married my father wanted a very simple wedding and my mom was older my mom was already 35 and she's like no like I'm finally getting married I want to go all out my father was like okay well I'm willing to pay for you know the basics and anything extra extra you want because you want a very extra wedding that's on you so my mom paid for all of her extra things she wanted more flowers than he did she paid for it she wanted a fancier hotel than he did she paid for like the extra that it costs to get a fancier hotel she wanted um i mean like venue whatever she wanted certain life performance she she paid for it and she had the means to so i think for me like that wouldn't be such an issue because i'm not even expecting them to pay for everything sure they'll pay for some things i don't know but like i'm just not expecting that yeah so there's less control when you choose to like get married at an age where you're more established because someone can't control you if they're not the ones paying for it yeah but i mean i feel like not all the problems are really directly related to the wedding itself i think like it's just like the challenges that lead up to like these kinds of parties um, and I wonder, like, is there a way you can, I mean, there must, like, there are ways, I just think there should be ways that people can challenge their relationship as it usually is when Before they the become, but yeah, when they get engaged, like, I feel like there's so many challenges right after engagement, and it's like, you guys should be able to have kind of, obviously, you can't tackle all of them. But, I mean, that's why people kind of say, like, go on a vacation together, like, live together. I know it's not proper, not a proper Persian lady, girl, Khanum would do that. But if she doesn't want to fuck up her life, yes, she should. You know what I mean? They, they need to know to get to, they need to, get to know each other. They need to see how they piss each other off. That's like not that. necessarily true because... Even if they live together, they're only dealing with the other person, but parents don't get involved until after the engagement, and it's the parents that are causing a lot of issues. So yeah. you're not going to know, even if you live with the guy, 
you're not going to know what his mom or dad are going to be like until after you're engaged and they start inserting their opinion into everything because now you're becoming part of their family you have to meet their standards you have to follow their rules you know no i know i'm saying that's what i'm saying like you can't necessarily kind of tackle all these challenges but you can tackle some i agree with you by living together for sure just to like it's really important i think to see how your partner like handles pressure like i went on um like a short trip with my ex-boyfriend and we I don't know what had happened that we were in Paris but I'm trying to remember like what had I mean I was like already there because I was working there for that summer and then he came and visited for a couple days but I don't know something like really small happened like maybe he lost his credit card or I don't know like something really easy to solve And he just, like, was acting like a psychopath, like, was kind of crying and then, like, screaming and, like, was just, like, I remember pacing back and forth and, like, he was just, it was, I was, like, why is this person acting like this? Like, I don't, my parents have never acted like that. Like, my parents are, you know, crazy in their own right, but, like, they don't do that. You know what I mean? Like, they only get angry when it's kind of, like, expected, but, like, he was just, he handled it so poorly like he really did not do well under pressure and that was kind of when I was like oh I don't think this could last because I need someone who's kind of strong not kind of I I need someone who's strong also you need someone calm because you are neurotic yeah yeah but it's not even about like even so when we traveled I was the one who was doing everything and he was 13 years older than me like I was the one, like, booking everything, like, I mean, he was paying, but, like, I had to, like, figure out the entire itinerary. He literally was confused about checking in at the airport. It was, like, it was just, like, being with a child. Um, I mean, I know that's not totally normal, but I have spoken to other women where, like, they, they did these things with their partner, and then they, like, saw how they kind of failed on these, like, parts of, I mean, maybe, like, you have, everyone has different expectations, but for me, like, I need someone who's just as independent as I am, mm-hmm. um, and because if they don't meet that kind of checklist of yours, and of course, there's, like, you're going to have problems no matter what in any relationship, but, like, they should at least meet, like, your basic expectations, I think, Yeah. so then you don't end up with a broken engagement. I also think a lot of girls, um, like a lot of girls are like, look at the way a guy treats his mom and if he respects his mom, he'll respect you. But I think a lot of girls confuse respect for a mother with full on being controlled by a mother. Like I think a lot of girls, like they think a guy like respects his mom, but really he's under control of his mom. Mm -hmm. And I think sometimes girls don't realize the difference until the engagement and they're like oh whoa like this guy doesn't just have respect for his mom he his whole life is planned out by his mom and he listens to everything she says yeah classic dudultello very dudultello yeah like pesada Huda, that's another one like she thinks her is like he's the son of god or something. oh my god i remember one time um i remember <laughs> Don't look at it, it's fine. I remember one time, um, this guy I met in college, I was, like, stalking his Facebook, and he, one one year for Purim, he uh, dressed up, 
he just wrote on a t-shirt, God's gift to woman. And I was like, wow. I mean, he wasn't even Persian, but just typical Jewish. I think most Jewish boys are just doodle talas. It has nothing to do with being Persian. It's just a very... In every culture, there is doodle talas. Yeah, no, I'm yeah, I'm being biased. I'm sorry. It's it's every culture. Men in general are just doodle talas. Um, sorry for trying to connect it to a specific religion. It's all men. Um... But yeah, this generation, I just think we're really fucked. I don't know. <laughs> no, I, I do think like we are at a really low point in society. I'm, I am feeling a bit cynical right now. I personally, like my friends always say I'm being ridiculous when I say this, but I really like, I don't know, I don't see myself meeting someone normal and like getting married any, like maybe later in life I will when people are like I feel like sometimes a guy becomes a better person after he gets divorced for the first time no so I hate I'm, when you say so this. I'm thinking like I'm like listen if I'm not I extended the age to the, instead of 35 I did 38 if I'm not married by 38 I'm just gonna have a kid by myself and then after I have my kid if I meet the right guy I meet the right guy I actually had a friend in preschool that her mom like had her through a sperm bank because I think she was like 38 um and then she got married afterwards she like met the right man yeah I don't think I would pay for a sperm bank though I I had this plan that um me and Millie well if Millie's also still single we should go to like South Africa because I generally am not attracted to like blonde like Aryan features but I would like my kids to have the opportunity to have like a mixed look because I'm so dark so I would like them to have an opportunity to have light eyes or light hair and like tan skin because it's so pretty looking. Like, <laughs> Natalie's very... talking like she's breeding a dog. What? Oh my god, shut up. So I was thinking like I would go to like South Africa, like meet like a good looking guy, but I would also want to test his IQ because I have a, I have a fairly high IQ and like um like IQ is genetic. I don't want so like so how I, are you gonna so let's say you meet him at a bar how are you gonna pull up that IQ test? Um, I don't know. I'll plan? figure that out later. Like like I'm like I'm just like this is the basic plan and like okay. we'll like figure out the details later. But, like I'd meet like an Aryan looking guy, and like this doesn't sound like eugenics at all. <laughs> and <laughs> she will meet the Aryan. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh my god, that's horrible. Um and <laughs> don't cancel us. Um, and yeah, I would just, instead of paying so much money for a sperm bank, I would just find a smart, good-looking guy that looks like he has good genetics and have a baby that way. Yeah, I'm down with that. Yeah, I think it's a good idea. Like, if all else fails. <laughs> if all else fails. Look, I need to reproduce, like, there needs to be more Millie's in the world. Yeah. What was that? <laughs> What was that hesitation? No, you should reproduce. <laughs> and there should be more Millies in the world. Thank you. Milfreds. You need yeah. another Milfred. <laughs> um, for those of you listening, you may not know, but my full name is actually Milfred. Imagine. No, it's not. Oh my god, that'd be horrible. Um Millicent. Millicent? Maleficent. Maleficent. Like, like the witch from yeah. What is that, Sleeping Beauty? Uh, I yeah, I'm pretty sure it's Sleeping Beauty. Think. I didn't really watch any. Or Snow White. Too. No, it's Sleeping Beauty, Maleficent. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> We're like not women. Um, but basically, 
I don't know. It's just like a thought that came to my head. Like, is our generation more strong or bigger pussies? Maybe it's a mixture of both. But like, are we better off single than getting married to someone who's not for us into a family that's not for us and having children and having to like suffer through all of that? I mean, every family and every marriage is going to have its obstacles, but, like, do we think our parents are happier people? I feel like a lot of them aren't happy people. Um, I mean, my parents, like, are insane. No, I'm, I'm not saying they're... specifically ours. I'm oh, just saying, oh, like, our... the generation before us. I'm not saying oh, our I was like, that's parents. a lot of pressure. No, I'm not, I'm not trying to, like, call out our specific parents. I'm just saying the generation parents... before us, do you think they are happier people? I think a lot of them just feel trapped. Yeah. You could say that about marriage in general. What do you call a woman that's not married? A gigolo? No, that's a man spinster. that goes for old, for younger women. Yeah. Spinster. So we'd be spinsters. Yeah. Okay. So are we just going to be like a generation of spinsters? Because like eventually the men our age are going to start going for girls that are like five to ten years younger than us. They already are. Well, yeah, that's true. <laughs> so like what are we going to be left with? Like the balding, like socially awkward men? No offense to any balding, socially awkward men who listen I mean... to this podcast. Personally, I don't really like dating guys my age. I've always found older men more attractive. Like, oh, not as don't old. have a problem. It's just me. I mean, they just like are more mature. Like not mature. They just like know what they're doing a bit more and like can have better conversation. And so they're good at they're pretending just, to be more mature. Yeah. No. Like all men are immature. Not more authentic. <laughs> Um, we have a lot of, like, male friends. I feel like if you listen to this podcast, podcast, you would think we're, like, these, I don't know, but. Yeah, I I don't consider myself, um. We don't actually hate men, we're just, like. No, I don't. We just like using inflammatory speech. Yeah, I don't hate men at all. I love my guy friends. Um, I do get upset, though, when I see my guy friends, like, sometimes mistreat other girls, because I'm like, is that how you would want someone to treat us your girlfriends like you don't want guys treating us like that it was actually really cute um recently I went on like a on a weekend trip with some friends and I was really upset about a boy and my friend saw how my guy friend saw how upset I was so he was like oh Natalie like do you want like we had to like buy some more food for uh dinner we had to do some grocery shopping he's like Natalie like do you want to come grocery shopping with me like out of everyone in the house that was there that weekend I'm like yeah sure so he like took me in the car like he started playing like Israeli music like playing it really loud like put all the windows down and he's like he's like hypothetically if if you got soft serve like what's your favorite flavor and I'm like I don't know vanilla He's like, okay, just wondering. I was like, okay. And then he, like, pulled over because he saw this soft serve place when we were driving to the house that we stayed at for the weekend. And he pulled over and, like, he, like, got out of the car. He's like, oh, I'm just going to, like, get a, a, a pack of smokes or something. Like, he, like, made something up. And he, like, got me soft serve. And he's like, yeah, I saw how sad you were. And I just, like, I would, I just thought about, like, one day if I have a daughter, like, I don't want her to be that sad over a boy. And, like, I wanted to, like, make you happy. So, like, I know your favorite things are, like, loud Israeli music and ice cream it was just like really cute i have really nice guy friends no Um, i remember when you told me that it was like one of the sweetest things a guy friend it was so considerate um and like i'll really never forget it 
Um, it's crazy. It's such like small gestures. It's yeah. such a small it's gesture. It's literally just ice cream and music. You know, like yeah. it's nothing. But just like but it was so much. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it really meant so much to me, and it really did make me so much happier. But like, but, like obviously, like just because he did that for me doesn't mean he necessarily is always so considerate of the girls that he goes on dates with or hooks up with. And, like, that's why, like, I think a lot of people just have to remember, like, just because a guy mistreats you, he's not necessarily a horrible person. He just doesn't care about you specifically. I think that's what, like, girls have to remember. Like, he's not necessarily a bad guy. He's nice to a lot of people. He, he I'm sure he has girlfriends that he's very nice to. He just doesn't care about you. So stop talking to that person. I'm I'm talking to myself. I'm not really talking to the audience right Yeah, now. yeah. I'm like, wow. <laughs> I'm really talking to myself and to the audience. But, like, that's just something that you have to realize. That, like, that guy can be a good guy. And he and he will be a good guy for someone else. You know? He will end up in a relationship. He will maybe eventually get married. Like, he will have all those things. And he'll be really good to that person. Wow. He thanks. just didn't care about you. Thank you for the words. Yeah. <laughs> everyone is so I'm, I'm really just giving myself advice right here but i'm sure a lot of you guys can use it too i mean there is a spectrum like there are guys who uh, treat their there girlfriends, are bad guys yeah who like yeah. treat their friends nice and no. still like you could not care about someone but also like be, be nice decent. To them. yeah just, I'm, I'm just saying that like, like every i feel like this happens a lot where you kind of like are expecting just like basic decency from a guy and they're like yeah i just like can't be intimate right now it's like yeah, that's not intimacy. That's decency. It's like, yeah, I just like I don't really have the time. I for can't a relationship. be there for you emotionally. It's like no I wasn't asking to be there for me emotionally. Like, no. Yeah, that happened to a friend of ours a while back. Like this guy was like, I I can't see you anymore because I just I'm not in the right headspace to be there for you emotionally. She was just like. I never asked you to be there for me emotionally. Like, who asked you to? I'm fine. I don't need you to be my crutch in life. Like, no one ever asked you to. It was just his way of getting out of it because he he couldn't handle it. I don't know. Yeah, a lot of the time, guys like to pretend like you asked for something that you didn't ask for. It's like... No, just to excuse being an asshole. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I just, like, am not there right now. It's like, mm, that's not... It's not that serious. Just, like, be... Or, like, my, my girlfriend from 12 years ago really hurt me. Like, my girlfriend from, from kindergarten really hurt me. And I just <laughs> I just haven't recovered and can't trust people or something. Like, there's always these, like, really extreme things that people say. Yeah, that's funny, actually. I'm really good friends with, um, like, this TA I had uh, when I was at UCLA. Now he's a professor of philosophy and like we talk a lot on facebook messenger it's like really strange we just like randomly talk about i don't know like current news or books or something but we were talking about love and he was saying that he only really was ever in love when he was nine years old and he had his heart broken and he's like a really intelligent person so i that makes me really sad. I know. And, like, he's been in a long relationship since, like... But he wasn't in love. Yeah, he said that was only... How can you be in love when you're nine? That's... I don't know. I guess he's just on another level. I don't know. Or maybe he's not on any level at all. How are you in love when you're nine? That makes... Yeah. 
Yeah, I told him I'm like not taking his advice anymore. Like, I'm sorry that like nine year old love is like doesn't count. Like, bye. I'm not <laughs> um, but I I often wonder like if I've ever really been in love. I've never been in love. Okay, so then you should have no problem ending this little situation oh wow thank you now now that you say it like that i will have no problem and i'll just you can't just say things like that (laughs) (laughs) i was talking to my mom on the phone today oh my god there were a lot of highlights that i think i should like talk about but one of the things i love your conversations with your mom well Okay, don't get mad at me. I just, like, briefly told her about your situation. I didn't give I'm any details. Mad. Millie always does and this thing I... where she expects me to either judge her for something or get mad at her. And then she says what she did. And I'm like, I am neither judging you or mad. Like, pot calling the kettle black. I was in the kitchen, like, washing a dish. And then you were like, I feel like you hate me. And I'm like, what are I you talking about? I was kidding. No, I actually feel like you hate me sometimes. Like, I was like, where are you? Like, where did that come from? Like, we were just dancing to a yeah, song. Yeah, but, and then but she I don't get mad easily. I don't know why you think I'm going to be mad. Okay, just keep going. So I was telling my mom just, like, briefly, because you had texted me while I was on the phone. And I was, like, kind of, exp- like, telling her what I like, my thoughts on it. And she's like, Millie, you can't talk to your friends like that. Like, you're so harsh. That's really bad. Like, don't say that. And I was like, I already said the little thing. (laughs) (laughs) No, when it comes to you, I I take everything you say with a grain of salt because I know you say it because you care, but I know I also can't just listen to everything you say because, like, you're, you're only saying it because you care, but it's not actually as easy as you put it. Of course, just like how, I mean, the same goes for myself. Yeah. I haven't gotten it, like, I haven't necessarily dealt with heartbreak well. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I definitely have not. (laughs) So, uh, you can check my Twitter for that. I'm kidding. Um, But... No, I just had, like, a really good day today, and I feel like I mostly talk to my mom when I'm having bad days. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was just saying, like, see, like, this feeling you have right now, you need to hold on to it. And she kept using – she was speaking in Farsi, but then she also just kept saying the word vibe. She's like, me, me, bad, like, negarodorin vibe. Oh, my vibe, God, I love her. Like, positive, like, uh, like, in vibe. I feel like she's one of our friends because we all say vibe all the time. I know. Like, that's such a vibe or, like, I'm vibing. Or, no, like, I mean, vibes only. this goes to show that vibe has officially transcended, like, youth culture to everywhere. I mean, my mom is saying. Vibe. But it was so cute. Like, she was just trying it's to cute. say, like. I mean, what she was essentially also trying to say was, like, you kind of have to, like, lie to yourself sometimes that, like, you're in a good mood, you're having a good day until, like, it just happens. Like, you just need to put it out there and then you'll see that it does start happening. I mean, I I did that in high school. That was something I used to do. Um, Because, like, in high school, I was very insecure and my friends would always tell me, you act like you're insecure and just because you she's like listen they would tell me natalie like everyone has insecurities but you don't necessarily need to wear them on your sleeve all the time so i was like okay fuck they're right so because when people notice you're insecure they treat you like an insecure person um you can be not the prettiest person but have so much confidence that people treat you Mm. differently and treat you like a more like wow person yeah um 
So I, I remember I decided like I'm gonna write all of my insecurities down on paper and then leave them on that paper and just really lie to myself and tell myself like I like this, I like that until I really started to like those um, uh, until I really started to like those things about myself so like really like I just like lied to myself for like maybe even a few years until I really started to like myself and even now I still have so many insecurities you should do that again but I I don't think I show my insecurities in public as much no yeah I guess just you're like it's always just our close friends. Yeah, so. it's just our close people think we that, haven't had like real like public interactions. No, so but long people there. I think generally think I'm a very confident person. No, they do. They I do. Know. But no, I guess that, just like, like it's like it's not as much as a facade as it once was. Now I am a little bit more confident than I was in high school. Well, a lot more I would say, even though nobody's ever hundred percent confident. Um, but yeah, I just started off by lying to myself. And when you like lie to yourself enough it starts to become reality and it wasn't like I was lying to myself like I still like chose to try to fix the things I could fix you know um yeah it wasn't like in a negative way it wasn't in a negative way it was just kind of like positive affirmation it was like there's a lot of um not not yoga what's the word like Meditation. meditation videos that are like look in the mirror every morning and be like I love myself I am beautiful I am smart I am this whatever blah 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 and, like, those words really start to, like, make you feel a different way and really help affect you in a positive way. Yeah, I, like, the therapist said before my current one, she uh, used to tell me to do positive affirmations. And I thought, like, I thought it was so dumb when she told me it about feel, it. It feels dumb. When you're doing it, you feel, like, so funny. Yeah, you're no, just... and then when I started doing it, I was like, this is so strange, but... I, I do think it works. It does. It's kind of like... Like, um, you just... You need to stop judging yourself. Did you ever learn about that but experiment? But, like, this is also me talking to myself. <laughs> did you ever learn about that experiment? I think it was, like, in middle school we studied this experiment that, um... Um... That there were two plant Like, two plants, and one of them, the person would say really nice things to it. And they grew mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to be really pretty. And the other one, the person would curse at it and it actually started dying. Yeah. Like, words really mean a lot, even to plants. And we're really just plants with more emotions. <laughs> yeah. On that note, uh, we recorded an episode, like, two weeks ago that we never ended up using because the audio was just... We, we couldn't do that to you guys. Um, anyways, it was a short episode, but... One of the things, like, I, we should mention again, we were supposed to have a psychologist on, a Persian, this Persian woman, um, who wanted to, we were going to talk about, like, kind of, like, relationship issues in quarantine, and anyway, she's no longer available to come on to the podcast, maybe, like, in the fall, um, but for now, we really still would like to have uh, we want to discuss that topic and like we have a lot of you guys sent us specific questions to have be answered so if anyone is listening to this and like knows of a psychologist uh, they would want that like they think we should have on please DM us maybe even a like specifically a Persian one because I feel like a lot of people who DM'd us were saying I feel like a non-Persian psychologist wouldn't understand 
the, a lot of the questions that we send in because they're kind of a cultural mm-hmm. thing. So maybe if the psychologist is also specifically Persian, that would also, I think, please a lot of the listeners because that's what you guys wanted to hear. Um, and if not, just the psychologist in general. Yeah. But in the meantime, we're we're working on it. And what else? Any other announcements? Merch is still under construction. Uh, yeah, so we're trying to find a site that will a lot. Yeah, it's actually hard to like produce. Right yeah, yeah, because a lot of sites have shut down for the moment. Um, and... but yeah, we're excited for new things to come and to get really get the ball rolling once things get back in motion. <laughs> Why are you laughing? I don't know. Okay. Hey, Tafelan. Tafelan.